0: Welcome to the New Zealand Initiatives podcast. My name is Ben Craven, and today we're joined by senior fellow Dr David Law. Welcome, David. Thank you, Ben. The latest inflation statistics from StatsNZ came as a bit of a shock to some economists. Can you tell us what exactly is happening?
1: That's right. Uh, The CPI rose uh, 3.3% in the year to June, uh, and that's the highest it's been in almost a decade, actually, and is now uh, outside the Reserve Bank's target range of 1% to 3%. That's a bit of a problem because inflation erodes the purchasing power of money and it distorts all kinds of investment and savings decisions. And perhaps worst of all, your income will fall in real terms if you don't get a pay rise to match.
0: Commentators seem to be pretty divided around whether or not this is a short-term blip or part of a long-term trend. Will higher inflation be with us for a while? What's your take?
1: I think it'll probably be with us for a while yet. Uh, There are a few reasons why. Uh, First of all, the government's showing little sign of easing up on spending any time soon, so there's still plenty of fiscal stimulus around. And monetary policy takes a bit of time to work on inflation. It's also a lot to do with expectations, which makes inflation a little bit like toothpaste. Once it's out of the tube, it's hard to get back in, so (laughs) it's best not to... uh, squeeze on the tube too hard. So um, to be safe, look, maybe we should uh, prepare for a world with uh, persistent inflation.
0: Okay, what does that sort of preparation entail? Uh, what, what can you and I uh, and our listeners do to prepare for an environment where higher inflation is the norm?
1: Yeah, well, uh, f- at the forefront of my mind is prospective homeowners. So We know that they've had a pretty tough time uh, in the last year or so. Uh, Last year there was, I think, 30% growth in house prices. But um, people might not realise that inflation in the general price level uh, can also have a substantial negative effect on housing affordability too because uh, of an issue known as mortgage tilt. Uh, Now what that does, it results in front-loading of mortgage repayments So in real terms, uh, principal repayments on a mortgage are higher during the early stages of home ownership. Uh, So intuitively, for example, we we all know that $100 today would be worth more than $100 in 30 years' time. So it's because of this kind of issue. Price level adjusted mortgages can help with this. They are a debt contract that links dollar repayments on a mortgage to a price index, which is usually the CPI. So with price level adjusted mortgages, it is actually real rather nominal repayments that are constant through time. And what that means is that compared to a conventional mortgage, repayments are lower during the early years of the mortgage and higher during later years. Now when inflation is zero, payments for both types of mortgages are exactly the same. So the difference here, lower payments in the beginning uh, compared to a uh, regular mortgage, is really important because incomes typically increase over time, particularly uh, when there's inflation. So affordability can really be improved in the initial stages of of, uh, home ownership. And even though we don't have price level adjusted mortgages in New Zealand, uh, they've actually w- been widely available in other countries such as Iceland and Chile
0: and they were even introduced in Denmark during a period of high inflation. Right, that sounds really interesting. I had no idea there were different types of mortgages like that. As someone who has had a mortgage for a couple of years, uh, has been aggressively trying to pay it down, I'm always looking for ways to make it that more affordable. Uh, can you tell us how much of a difference price level adjusted mortgages could make to people entering the property market?
1: Well, look, I actually looked at this a few years back uh, for a chapter in my PhD. I'll admit it was probably one of the least interesting chapters. but <laughs> um, with, um, So, for example, with a real interest rate of 4% and inflation of 3%, uh, initial monthly repayments are around 25% less uh, for a price-level adjusted mortgage than a conventional mortgage. And that difference becomes more pronounced the higher the inflation rate. So looking at this sort of in the real world, I used data from the Survey of Family Income and Employment and built a model of housing affordability based on people's income, their assets and liabilities, and the type of mortgages that were available to them, and basically asked the question, based on that information, whether or not individuals or couples could afford to buy a lower quartile-priced house in their region without mortgage repayments exceeding, for example, 30% or 40% of their income. And then compare the results between price-level adjusted mortgages and conventional mortgages. And it was pretty clear from that, even back then, that quite a few more people could afford home ownership with price-level adjusted mortgages than conventional mortgages. Uh, And in in fact, price level adjusted mortgages actually can have quite an impact on housing affordability, even when inflation rates are pretty low, like 2%, for example. So with house prices much higher now than when I previously looked at this, I think it's likely many more people are finding home ownership out of reach, and financially constrained would-be homeowners may be helped quite a lot more by price level adjusted mortgages now, which, as I said before, lower the initial payments on a mortgage although in later years payments will be higher so yeah I think there's real value in in taking a bit of a closer look at uh, the implementation of price level adjusted mortgages in New Zealand.
0: Right that sounds like price level adjusted mortgages could make getting on the ladder a bit more affordable for people I guess we'll have to watch this space to see if any New Zealand banks will introduce them Dr David Law thanks so much for joining us today
1: Thanks Ben